This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, this next story might just be one of my favorites of the week, actually. I love talking about history. So you may have read about this global effort to translate some ancient Roman scrolls that had been severely damaged by the eruption of Mount Vesuvius way back in AD 79. Over the years, a lot of years, there have been all sorts of attempts to try and decipher what is in these scrolls, but no luck until now. Our next guest was key to making this happen, this breakthrough. Luke Ferder is a 21-year-old computer science major at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln and joins us now. Luke, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. When did you first hear about this and like, how did you get involved? Yeah, so the, the story of this kind of project is a bit uh, long and varied, but the short answer is that Dr. Brent Seals at the University of Kentucky has been working to get these scans for a very long time. He got them a few years ago, and then he worked with Silicon Valley entrepreneur Nat Friedman to kind of take the scans, open source them, and then just kind of release them on the Internet and say, hey, if you can find writing in these scans, uh, we'll give you a bunch of money. I found out about this in March. Uh, I was immediate, immediately like, holy cow, like, this is really cool. I got to do this. Uh, and I just kind of started working on it and never stopped. So I've been working on it for about... I don't know, I guess six months now. Okay, but how do you work on it? Like, these are ancient Roman scrolls. How is it that you, as a computer science major, could work on this? Yeah, absolutely. So I've got a background in AI. And this is fundamentally an AI problem where you have to use this kind of machine learning, computer vision techniques to kind of train a model to recognize these letters inside the scrolls. So, yes, there's a lot of things here I'm unfamiliar with. I don't know Greek, which is what the scrolls are in. I don't know a ton about CT scanning. But the AI stuff, I knew I could do, or at least if I worked hard, I could make an impact. Okay, so how did you do that? Where do you even start? So a lot of, a lot of it was just really challenging because the scans are super high resolution. They're like a terabyte. It's hard to keep them on your laptop. It's hard to move them around. It's hard to kind of visualize or even think about them. So I spent a lot of time just really trying to get a good intuition for what the data looks like. What, you know, what is what inside these scans? Is that, you know, a piece of string? Is that some kind of piece of writing, like what's, what's going on with all these patterns. Because, of course, this papyrus, it's, it's not like paper today. It's this weird, like, grid pattern. They weren't as sophisticated as, as we are now. And then I think in about June, another contestant, uh, his name's Casey Hanmer, he discovered a pattern which he believed to be writing within the scroll. And he kind of shared this finding with the community because he'd kind of gotten stuck. He, he found out about it, but um, put in... Uh, you know, couldn't make any progress beyond just finding it. So we kind of shared it with everyone else. I kind of saw this, and then I used that pattern as kind of training examples for my AI model. And then after a lot of iteration, after a lot of improvement, I was able to improve the model to detect a single word. Okay, what was the word? So I found the word. I was very excited. I submitted it for review by kind of the whole Vesuvius Challenge team. They had a consortium of Greek experts, and they came back, and apparently the word means purple, uh, which is really cool in my opinion. I'm glad it's not the word the or in or an. It's actually an interesting word, purple, or it means like purple clothing or something. 
which is really exciting. And that's a huge breakthrough. It may not seem like purple would be a huge breakthrough, but it is huge. So why is that? Can you put that into context for us? So if you can figure out how to read one word in the scroll, you can probably figure out how to read all the other words in the scroll. It's just going to be a little bit harder. You just got to figure out a little bit more. But you've proven that it's possible. People have been trying to read these scrolls since they started digging them up hundreds of years ago. And this is a real breakthrough, being able to read them without physically unrolling them and damaging them in the process. Luke, is it possible that in AD 79, the word purple meant the same thing in terms of a type of color as it does today? That's what the Greek experts tell me. From my understanding, the word means purple. It also means something like purple clothing. It can also refer to the snail that they use to get the purple dye or something like that. Again, I'm not an expert, but yes, people have a pretty good idea of what, what Greek they used back then. So we're pretty certain that the word oh. means purple. That is so cool. Okay, so that's one little like you know key that you got there, a big key. What's the next step? What do you do now? The next step is to try my algorithm on more pieces of the scroll, and that's been going quite well. I can't share any results yet, but you need to kind of take this scroll, you need to take the spiral and kind of virtually unroll the scroll, and then you need to kind of, once you've kind of virtually unrolled the whole scroll, you need to detect your ink on it. So I've been working very, very hard on that process. Um, things have been going great. The, there's kind of a grand prize for the competition that I and others have been working toward, um, and I'm excited to share more results uh, kind of as they come. Okay. Has this turned you from a computer science major to maybe like a minor in history as well? I've always been into history. Um, I've been focusing really hard on, on this challenge. Um, so, you know, if that translates into a, a history minor or something like that, we'll see. Um, but right now I'm just focused on winning the grand prize. Does it not amaze you, Luke, when you think about it, like how far back this project goes that you're working on? Yeah, it, it really boggles the mind. Just um, it's really crazy. Like, you know, I learned Latin growing up. I'm not very good, but, you know, I've always been into this history stuff. And it, it still just blows my mind just how long ago this stuff was written, how hard it's been to read them. Um, overall, I just feel very grateful that I get to kind of make an impact in, in understanding this history. What else do you think that we could use this for? Like, obviously, this is a cool thing. Where else can we use this? So the first thing everyone's going to want to do is read the entire library. So they've scanned two scrolls. We're working on reading one of them. And then once we kind of finish reading that scroll, uh, we're going to want to read the hundreds of other scrolls that were recovered from the library in this condition. After that, the, the kind of place where these scrolls were found has not been fully excavated. So presumably you could dig up uh, many more, potentially hundreds more scrolls. And that's going to be a very big many-year effort. But doing so would potentially double the amount of writing we have from the Roman Empire, potentially, which is, is really exciting. So everyone involved is really focused on just reading this scroll and reading all the other scrolls next to it. Um, and then there are other, you know, kind of burnt up uh, artifacts from history as well that we could turn our attention towards. But there's just so much stuff to find in this library. That is so cool, Luke. So up until now, we thought, well, maybe we don't need to dig it up because we don't actually know anything about what it says. But now we have a reason to go do that. Exactly. And, you know, it's, you know, you know this better than I, than I, but, you know, it's always a logistical challenge where you got to, you know, get the funding and find the right people. But now that we've, you know, we have one word purple, we can show, hey, we can get stuff out of here without damaging the scrolls. 
I think people are going to be a lot more enthusiastic. Oh, man, I can't wait to talk to you again when you have more breakthroughs. Luke, thanks so much for your time. Thank you.